This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Q102, it's 728. Thanks for starting your morning with us. Uh, Jeff is off today and tomorrow. He'll be back next week. Um, UC Bearcats basketball season ended last night. They lost to Utah Valley in the NIT tournament. So props to those guys. Sweet 16 starts this evening. So um, hopefully good luck on your brackets. Big games. Uh, the Michigan State Kansas State's a big one people are looking at. UConn, Arkansas, UCLA plays. They're all big at this point. Yeah, for real. Xavier plays Texas tomorrow night, 945. Uh, Reds beat the Padres last night and take on the Mariners tonight. And we are, what, eight days away? Yeah. it's No, it's a week. Seven. A it's week. a week from today. Yeah, a week from today. Opening Fine. day. We'll be down there. I believe we're going to be at... The, the, Filson. Filson. the Filson. I'm excited. This I've year? been to that place just once when we were we went down to Disney on Ice and we went by there. It's got um, a cool vibe in the it patio. Sure does. I can't wait. Hope, hoping for a nice day. Has anyone looked at the weather for next Thursday? I have not. I know it'll change. I think 20 it was times, in the fifties. I'm living in the now. Tim. Okay. <laughs> Cloudy for yeah. today. Isolated, uh, scattered showers and thunderstorms a little bit later. It's going to be breezy too. But 71 are high. All right, time for some news that didn't make the news. Cincinnati's Q102. Are you ready for powdered beer? And how to avoid germs in a public bathroom. But first, we're going to start with no shoes, no shirt, no service. <laughs> You've seen these signs in businesses for years, it's right? It's been a way of life my entire life. Yeah. But I guess people are thinking it should be scrapped. New poll said about 15% of people said they should allow people to go in there barefoot. Ew. Here- Only if it's at the beach. Otherwise. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Otherwise, no. I don't want somebody walking into Arby's. <laughs> When you're, the, I don't want you to be subjected to that when you're doing a remote at Arby's for people to be walking in there barefoot. Or what about your shirt off? Oh. You know, like at the beach when you want to walk up to, you know, Harry's or whatever Harry's that beach, beach bar, bar is called, yes. you're allowed. But I don't know if you want people eating, you know, Taco Bell with your chest hair, with your hair everywhere, and armpit hair, and your back hair too. But I could go into any of those restaurants in a tank top. True. With that's, my armpit hair. That's armpit hair. You Maybe know. it's just a nipple issue. <laughs> I don't all know. Those dirty nipples. Well, how many people would do it? I mean, if they if they said, "All right, you don't have to wear a shirt to come in here. You don't have to wear shoes." Do you think it would actually become an issue where there would be so many people walking around barefoot no. in Taco Bell that it would be disgusting? I don't think it'd be that big of a deal. Have what you about seen those a parking people- lot at a fast food restaurant? <laughs> You'd be what about bleeding. those people that have the whole sides of their shirts cut out? Like you've seen, came, you know, came like, back from the gym or something. Yeah, and like so, what they do is they cut out the entire side of their shirt, so it's kind of like they have on just a sleeve. Yeah, I mean I, that's similar. I don't know. I feel like no one's getting. Most people will still continue wearing a shirt or shoes. The people that choose to go into one of these, like walk in a speedway with no shoes on. I mean, that's on them. <laughs> I'm gonna You're have gonna shoes pick up on. something. I'm gonna There's have gonna shoes on. I'm on gonna be fine. Feet. Yeah, walking around ugh, public That's places like survival that. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you choose to do that, tough. And, and catch a fungus. Yeah. Maybe it's on you. Humans. Thin in the herd. It's Humans. okay. <laughs> it's better for the people that make it. 
I mean, do those rules usually generally apply to children as well? Because you know, how many times do you have a two, you know a two year old in a diaper and barefoot running around? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The poll yeah. also asked if people would choose to go barefoot in public, and the numbers on that, you know, were kind of different. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen percent said they might occasionally do it. Eighteen percent say they do it more often. 15% said they will never do it. Or 52%, excuse me, would never do it. Yeah. What about the bathroom? They didn't ask about that. See, Did that's my imagine? thing too, Jen, like at beach oh. bars, like especially, Tim, you know, you can vouch for this. You go to those all-inclusives and people, if they get out of the I pool, if they get on. out of the pool to pee, sometimes in the restrooms there, they'll be barefoot mm-hmm. or they'll walk over and, you know, go to the beach and they yeah. have to go to the bathroom. And so it's sandy and wet everywhere. Like, you got to put your shoes on to go to the potty, right? I would think so. Well, if you're at the beach beach, I mean, the sand gets so hot that walking from your towel back to the bathroom, I would think you would just put shoes on to keep from burning feet. I don't know. I'll I'll pay attention when I'm at the beach next week. Survival of the fittest. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so there's a German brewery, one that's been around since the 1500s, and they came up with something new called powdered beer. Kind of works the same way as instant coffee. You mix it in with water and stir. And apparently it's not the first time someone's made powder beer before. But this uh, this one is carbonated, and that is a first. They claim it tastes and looks better than regular beer, which is, I don't know, in my opinion, as someone who loves draft beer, yeah. I think that's really hard. Well, that's to, part to of buy. the process, right, is when you get the carbonation and the little mm-hmm. bit of head on top. Yep. Uh, current version is a non-alcoholic one, but uh, they say a boozy version is on the way in the next few months. So my question is, is why are they doing this? Why do we need it? Unless it's for astronauts and What's they need for? freeze-dried beer or something. Mm-hmm. The answer is the environment. They say it is cheaper and easier to transport, so they're not going to be spending stuff, lots of trucks and glass bottles and aluminum cans and uh, all this stuff. Uh-huh. So the uh, carbon footprint would be much smaller. Uh, they also say it's part of a string of weird beers they've been working on. For example, they they have a bath beer in the works that's specifically made for you to bathe in. Why? That's weird. Hmm. I do not know. I don't want to smell like beer, but I like drinking and having it. Yeah. Like, you know, when you know someone, you're like, did you have beers at lunch? You know, because you kind of can, can smell it. it on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think that's my cup of tea. When I think of instant coffee, I don't really, like my mom My mom and dad never drink coffee. They don't have a coffee maker. Mm-hmm. It's not part of their life. But they have powdered coffee in the cabinet, probably from 1983. Yes, that you just <laughs> the instant. That, you know, when when that one guest comes over that wants coffee, my mom can offer what, it. What is that little rectangular metal container of instant coffee? Thanka? No, oh, it's I know just about international this big delights. international delights. Uh, yeah. I used to love that before I became That's a like real coffee, though, right? It is. It's oh, it is. Powdered coffee. I thought it was like coffee and hot chocolate mixed together. That's what it tastes well, like. They always <laughs> talked about their fancy flavors. Yeah. Yes. Oh, gotcha. But when I use instant coffee now, it's for like a, a some sort of recipe. Like you yeah. put it in your cake mix, or you put it in your you know your seasoning. You're gonna your chicken in or something. Yeah, yeah well, like, they had that. Remember when uh, Wits coffee was going around oh, during yeah. the pandemic? That's how you made it was with the... The powdered uh, coffee. Instant, the instant coffee. Yeah. But I wonder if you could use the powdered beer for 
Cooking, probably. Because who wouldn't love a good beer cake? Tim, I just looked it up. I was trying to find the app on my phone, but I couldn't. But the weather for opening day next week looks like the high is 69. I'm sorry, 59, 59. That's That's still good. And it looks like partly cloudy. I'm ready. That'll work. That would work for me. Just keep the rain away. Um, Did you see this, Jen? The Chevy Camaro has been discontinued. I did. I did. I, that is, that was like. Add this to the list uh, of sad news from Detroit. Yeah. (laughs) Because just last year, Dodge announced that all of the Chargers and Challengers and all those big sports vehicles they've been making for 15, 20 years now, they're done. Yeah. It's like, this is the last year. So if you want a Dodge Charger, that's cool. Buy it now. Because they're not going to be around. You're not going to have it. Yeah. I mean, the Camaro holds a very special place in my heart. I know. A month before. What did you have? An IROC or a Z28? No, I had Bur- a Berlinetta. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Berlinetta. Um, it was a month before. I. Re- this is a vivid memory of my childhood because it was always a big deal to go look at cars. My parents yeah. were car people. They loved, I mean, that's what we would do after we would go out to dinner on a Friday or Saturday night. We would cruise the car lots and just walk around and, look at, cool. and look at cars, yep. right? We did that too. So there's a big like row kind of like a couple of places that we have here where there's a ton of dealerships just all kind of lined up in a row. And there was a place in Pekin, which was about a half an hour away from where we lived. One Saturday morning, my dad came in. My Yeah, I think, I don't remember if it was mom or dad. Came in and woke me up and said, hey, going car shopping today. And I'm like, I don't want to. Because it was like early on a Saturday morning. No, we got to go get mom a new car. So like, all right. So I get up and I kind of have a little bit of a bad attitude about it. My mom wanted a Cadillac. We were going shopping for a Cadillac for mom, right? That's great. So we pull up and right next door to the Cadillac is the Chevy dealer. And they must have had dozens of Camaros just lined up. And we get out of the car and my dad kind of looks at me and I kind of look at dad. Mom heads over to the Cadillac and dad and I beeline it for the Camaros. (laughs) And like within 15 minutes, we're taking this red one for a test drive. And my mom's bottom lip is on the floor because she knows what's about to happen, right? How old are you at the time? It's a month before my 16th birthday. Oh, this is getting good. Right? So here we are. Dad's driving and we're like, oh, this is great. Look at this radio. (laughs) It had T-tops. It was just so cool. It was red. It was awesome. And we end up buying the car and my mom is just mad. And so all the way driving home, she's like, I want this to be clear. This is my car. This is not your car. (laughs) This is my car. It was never her car, was it? (laughs) Well, for a couple of months. Until you turned 16? Well, I turned 16 and... I then was officially gifted the Oldsmobile that my mother had been driving before the Camaro arrived. You would look hot in a Delta 88. Let me tell you, it was this big old boat. <laughs> it was this big old white Camaro. Just floated when you yes, drove it. Yes, just yep. floated. But no, I, I didn't drive it all the time every day, at least for a few months. Eventually I did. But yeah, and that car got me all the way through college. I drove that the Camaro. Camaro. That's and the, Well, and what was funny is the personalized plates that we ordered the day that we bought it. J-E-N-A-F-U-R. Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah. Still have those plates. So. Hot. You got rid funny. of it when you were in college? I drove it. If you wanted to track it down and be like, where's oh, Jen's man, old car? I would love it. I would love it so much. It, I, to, my parents 
when I graduated college, I was given a choice, and it had a well over a hundred thousand mile on it, and it was you know pretty beat up by that point because I've been driving it for six years. But uh, they're like, okay, we can either send you to grad school at Boston University, which is one thing I really really wanted to do. They said, or we'll buy you a new car. So I'm like, all right, I'll take the car. <laughs> Screw you, school. I'll take the car. Well, I didn't realize school was. Uh, it would have been in broadcast administration is what I would have gone and gotten my master's in. And I'm like, I already got a job in radio. Do I really need? Uh-huh. It was more to just have the experience of living in Boston living and in going Boston. to school there. So, yeah, so I took the car. So they announced yesterday Camaro's discontinuing after the 2024 model. The last one will roll off the line in January. So Wow. They've been around for 60 years. 1966, the Camaro, Camaro came out. That is kind of sad. Yeah. I never owned one, but I just remember it being such an iconic car, you know? Well, they yeah. stopped making it in 04, and then they brought it back in uh, 2010. So it went away for a while, and it looks like this may be just another temporary pause. I rented one once, one of my trips out to Massachusetts, an orange one. The new, the one that's been out so the last fun. couple of years is sweet. Yeah. The the late 90s, early 2000s one was not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. That would be fun. I would love to find one of those, and I would like to find one of my old Celica convertibles. Because those you can find every once in a while that somebody has kept. And- or they re- like they've made it like a uh, Too Fast, Too Furious car. I don't know. Like that, that like they be... got that good little ground ah, effects on it. That I'd love to see awesome. Jen in that. A big old fin. <laughs> Speaking of cars, let's take a peek at traffic. It's been a busy morning. Denise Johnson's got a peek for you. What's up? You 102 Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Jeff and Jen Morning Show, 744. Uh, congrats to Jimmy from Hamilton. He correctly identified the secret sound yesterday about this time. Thanks How to every- fun is that? Boy, we love to give away money, don't we? Thanks to uh, everyone who played along this year. Yeah, Jimmy already stopped by and filled out all that paperwork for that did. check. <laughs> if you want to see him with the afternoon show, you can check out our Facebook page. There's a fun picture up there of Jimmy. You see this story? We talked a little bit about it yesterday, Jen, on the hot list, but there's uh, an amazing uh, story out of Xavier, a guy named Dr. Edmund Hooker, who is a professor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on a flight with his wife to Florida, just going on vacation for a little while, you know, mm-hmm. and they heard some frantic calls coming from behind them in the plane, and basically a guy was having a heart attack. Oh, wow. So Dr. Hooker Scary. got up, he rushed over. Uh, dragged the guy to the floor, and then on the plane, worked on him, gave him the CPR, the the hands-only CPR. There was another physician on the plane. The two of them sort of did it together. Mm-hmm. And by the time the, the plane made an emergency landing in Jacksonville, the man was sitting in his chair awake talking. Oh, wow. When they arrived at That's the gate. That's incredible. They still took him to the hospital. Yeah, to, you know, I hope so. Get him checked out and everything. Whoa. But, so props to Dr. Edmund Hooker at Xavier. For sure. That well was a cool done. story. All right. Uh, public bathrooms, one of the grossest places we can encounter. Some are better than others. True. Um, some are really great, 
And then there's that gas station in Tip City that I stopped at one time and I don't know. I think that's what hell was. Um, I'll tell you, when I was pregnant, if you wanted a real review on every public restroom in Kentucky and Ohio, I easily could have given it to you because you go to the bathroom so much. You constantly are like, I got to go and I don't even care what it looks like. So I I feel like I could be a pretty good judge on some of these. Uh, There was uh, some, I don't know where the story is originating from, but someone basically had been hearing about all these different tactics to avoid germs in public restrooms, and they sort of started documenting all of these things. Here are five of them and how common they are. Using paper towel to open the doors and turn on faucets. 62% of us have done that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do that here. Yeah. I do. <laughs> uh, flushing the toilet with your foot. It's, Absolutely. It says only 43% of us have done that, but I would feel like that's close to 100. Well, I'll tell you that where that the only time that that doesn't work is if it's one of those automatic flushers that doesn't flush and it's that tiny little black button. I hit that it every time because this with your one foot. here doesn't do anything when I go in there. Uh, you don't. You always do flush it though, don't you? Because I absolutely hit the a little button, dude. Around here, yeah, we're calling him apple cider vinegar. Is that what he we're needs calling to have him? some water? He yeah. does because it's far. Yeah, yes, I think I don't know who it is, mm-hmm. but put the seat down too. While also, you're I would mister. say too though. Sometimes, like I was talking about how I use my foot to flush, and a lot of people frown upon that because kids go into those bathrooms and they have to use their hand to flush because their foot isn't high enough. Does that make sense? And then the kids get all the foot germs on their hand. But Mm. my point is like, wash your hands. Wash the kids' hands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hovering over the seat, 31% of people say they've done that. That was... Oh, for sure. I mean, obviously probably mostly women, but I feel like occasionally a guy might have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're at a porta potty at some sort of crazy music festival or something. That's Uh, the worst. Opening, closing doors. in a porta potty. Yeah, it is. Yes. I could teach you a few tricks. Uh, opening, closing doors with your butt. <laughs> well, yeah. 27% said they've done it. Uh, I feel like that's low. And using your elbow to start the hand dryer. Only 20%. See, I don't hand dryer either. I don't like it. No, well, like, yeah, I'll even, do stories that they blow, it just blows the germs yeah. around or something. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if they don't have a towel, I, get, I, I sometimes will wait for someone to come and open the door so then I can just... Scoot out. Do you remember the towel dispensers that used to be in bathrooms where yes, it was you one pull. big roll of, of How fabric did that work? and you would pull it and it, but it just kept. Yeah, you'd get someone else's. Filth. It was just, it, you're, it was like drying your hands on a bathroom towel that hadn't been changed in six months. <laughs> or six years. And it, was, it was usually brown yep. with dirt. But was there, was there some sort of, you know. Cleaning mechanism, sanitizing thing that happened inside. No, I don't, I don't think no. so. I don't think so either. But don't I feel you like- remember? Like, because when we used to travel back and forth to Hazard, Kentucky, like they always had these little like like Gulf seventy five mm-hmm. gas yeah. stations or whatever, and that's how the hand thing was. And I remember it being dirty. Like always I remember brown. it having stuff yeah. on it. So I don't think they ever changed those. Well, I'm very excited about my road trip to Florida because I'm going to Bucky's. Yeah, I am going to hit every Bucky's I can find on the trip down. And I was back. just there on Sunday. Were you at Richmond? Nice. The Richmond Bucky's. And how did you feel about well, it? Well, the bathroom, of course, is always spectacular. spectacular. Like it is just amazing. Yes. Um, it was. Fun. 
funny though. I would like to go by myself to actually look around because I ever, the two times that I've been there, both times mm. I've had my kid, and there's and a I'm, lot to see. Well, and it's just because I'm so worried I'm going to lose her that I am just like, get it, get out, see you later. But it was funny. I was right next to this family. And the mom had like a cart and she had four kids and they have carts and they have little hand basket things. And her husband looks at her and goes, I hate it here. (laughs) I was just going to ask you about that. Everyone I know that's ever gone loves it for like the cool, unique items and the experience, but also hates it at the same time. Kind of like Ikea. Yes. Well, and part of the problem is too, is most likely you're on a road trip and you are wanting to get to wherever you're going. And it's just a huge distraction. Because you can find yourself spending hours walking around looking at everything there is to see. Well, and I got, so we got two fountain drinks, a thing of beaver nuggets. Did you get the fudge? Oh my God, the fudge. No, I got beaver nuggets. So here's what I got. I got a pork sandwich. I got some chicken tenders and french fries for Penelope. Two fountain drinks, a beaver nugget and some popcorn. And it was $47. Yeah. 50 bucks. Yeah. I mean, for six items. Yeah. I mean... Beaver nuggets essentially are puffed popcorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With caramel on them, right? Or something yeah. like that. They're I know I tried sweet. them when you brought them last time. Um, yeah. I was going to do this story about kids lying about the biggest lie because it sort of tied in with the bathroom thing. We'll come to that in a minute. <laughs> totally went off script with beaver nuggets. Well, sorry. So, and I did get it. a report, though. Uh, I did get a report. There is a bar in Mount Adams that still has... One of those old-fashioned towel things. Are you kidding? And this is from Jenny, who let us know, who I believe lives up there. So that same towel has probably been in there for decades. If you want to know which one, send me an Instagram message and I'll tell you. You can probably probably guess it's one of those two. (laughs) More coming up. Jeff and Jen, Q102. It's the latest from Lotto. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.